Housewives Relatable listeners, hi nation, what's up? (laughs) Welcome back for an 11th episode of Housewives Relatable, and as you know, we will talk about it all. (laughs) You know, we have a lot to cover today, and today it's about Potomac, so let's dive right in. So, guys, initially I was going to wait before speaking on it. I wanted to see the full reunion before talking about Potomac. And I was going to include them in my Thursday segment, which, you know, on Thursdays we talk about Jersey. But after seeing Sunday's reunion, I think we should talk about it all right now and that Potomac deserves its own episode. So, I have to be honest, last season, I did not watch ROP. I didn't watch Potomac because of what happened with Monique. And I'm going to explain myself. I felt like there was an agenda between the Green Eye Bandits to get her out. Yes, I know, Monique got physical on the show with Candace, and it was absolutely wrong. But Candace was not innocent in all of this either. And we're not going to act here like words do not carry any weight or cannot hurt you. Candace was also violent with her words, in my opinion, that entire season. There were all sorts of allegations of cheating rumors from Giselle and Robin and Candace about Monique and insinuations that Chris, Monique's husband, was not the father of her baby. Anyways, nevertheless, the way Monique reacted was wrong. And physical violence should never be the answer. So I don't want you guys to think that I condone her behavior because like I said before, it was absolutely wrong. But what I'm saying is, I just didn't really like the way the whole season was handled. But I'm I'm gonna get there. So like I was saying, the last reunion that Monique was on, I remember me and my husband, we were watching the show and we were watching the reunion and we both felt quite disappointed by how Andy Cohen had moderated the reunion. So for me to allow for Giselle to bring her own security and make it look like she was fearful for her safety and basically implying that Chris was going to do something to her. You know, on this podcast, like on Housewives Relatable podcast, we're not going to go woke for broke and bring up every single socio-political issue that there is because I feel that there's enough out there and there's a lot of people that already do that. This is just not what I do. However, I am awakened to the fact that Giselle was making a very strong statement that would leave a lasting image on the world stage. And that statement was for people to be fearful of our men. The last reunion that Monique was on, it kind of left a sour taste in my mouth, and that was enough for me to take a sabbatical from Potomac. I decided that I would stick with watching the Atlanta girls instead. 
after after that, like if you think about it, Potomac and Atlanta are the only two franchises with a predominantly African American cast. Okay, um, New Jersey's not like that. Um, Beverly Hills is not like that. Miami is not like that. Salt Lake City is not like that. They even had the white, the Housewives of D.C. at some point. It's not like that. Yes, Beverly Hills, they have Garcelle, but, you know, she's having some problems on that front, too. So what I'm saying is between Potomac and Atlanta, it's basically the only two franchises with mostly African-American uh, women on the cast. So there's going to be a lot of references and comparison between the two shows the two shows so i'm just gonna let you know that right from the bat today and i don't know if you recall and if you watch the real housewives of atlanta but if you are a fan of the franchise i'm assuming that you do so there was a comment made in atlanta by eva marcel about referencing the other girls as nappy heads to be honest with you, I was not ready to, cruci to crucify Eva for her comment, but I sure expected the backlash that would come out of that moment. You know, Twitter exploded, social media exploded, Instagram, Facebook. People were very offended and unhappy by, by, by what she said. So, it's never really a smart thing thing in my opinion to make comments like this when your own mother and your own daughter have textured hair but i was also very proud of um kenya to edge to, to try to educate eva at the reunion and i felt like eva received it well and learned from it so it was a very powerful moment on the show and I think that the world can move on from Eva's mistake. And on that, was it on the last Atlanta reunion? There was another teachable moment, like for Kenya at that point. So basically, um, the 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 new the new girl, uh, the sprinter, I can't remember her name, but she got very very upset at kenya for la for labeling her husband as aggressive you know especially when he was not like if you recall they were in jamaica and you know the girl started fighting over some stuff i can't even remember what it was about but i just remember they were in jamaica and they were fighting and um you know the girls they started coming at her at the um, at the sprinter i'm sorry like i can't remember her name <laughs> i know i should try to remember people's name but sometimes i just like I, I just can't do it so anyways she i know you guys know who i'm talking about but that uh, olympian the sprinter she was upset because kenya um basically labeled her husband as aggressive and um so there was a little bit of an episode where the girls were going at it and then you know the, her husband stood up and he said assertively that he would not stand for people attacking his wife at the table and at that point he just got up with his wife and they left 
they went for a walk. I think they came back. I'm not quite sure, but I know they left at that point. So anyways, Kenya had labeled him as aggressive. So, you know, it didn't take a lot for Kenya to see where she was coming from. And she is the Olympian, like the Jamaican Olympian, you know. It didn't take a long time for Kenya to know where she was going with this when she brought it up at the reunion. In in my opinion, from what I saw, Kenya understood and she retracted her statement very fast. So that's why you have to love Kenya more. She can be shady as hell at times, but she is a smart woman. And I think she made a mistake. It was a heated debate. It was in the heat of the moment. She misspoke and then she apologized because she understands the implication that this could have, right? And I truly believe that this is not what she was trying to do. So now, you know, <laughs> there has been a few incidents in Atlanta where the men were in fact aggressive and violent, you know, <laughs> uh, Miami gate gone wrong, pillow night turned into pillow fight <laughs> and Let's talk about Matt, but I digress. <laughs> so if you want to talk about, if we want to talk about Potomac again, I have to be honest because I've said uh, many times before when I started doing the show that, or my podcast, I should say, that, um, I have to be honest with my listeners. So, in my humble opinion, I really hope that Nia does not return to the show for next season. I'm not trying to be shady. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to have someone lose their bag. But that's my humble opinion. And to be honest, I'm not going to be spending too much time talking about Mia. But I do find that she is declassing the show. I I really do. You know, it's a lot of inappropriate talks and intimate life details. That's just not what I tune in for when I'm watching Housewives. That's not what I want to see on Housewives. And, um, you know, guys, I'm not a prude. I can appreciate the odd, risque jokes here and there. But Mia, in my opinion, she does this to a point that is tasteless and really adds nothing to the story, really adds nothing to the show. Also, another thing that I'm confused about is why is her friendship with Jacqueline given such attention? Jacqueline is not a housewife. I've said this before, not to bring Mia back. If you listen to one of my previous episodes, très, très, très déclassé, I've actually said that. I've said, I feel like Mia belongs on a different show, on a different network. That show is not Housewife. That show is not on Bravo. And whoever is producing Mia, I believe, should be going on that network as well. (laughs) To bring up 
allegations. That's my point. That's my view. Okay. So what I'm thinking is last night at the reunion, Mia brought up some allegations or an affair between Peter Thomas, Peter Thomas from uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And as you've seen on the show, he has kind of crossed over into Potomac he was trying to do some some sort of business deal like opening up like opening up a lounge with Wendy like a Nigerian lounge or something like that so we do see Peter like a few times on the show right uh, in Potomac so anyways I just find that for Mia to bring up allegations of an affair between Peter Thomas and Wendy that was vile I thought it was disgusting, I thought it was salacious, and I thought it was dangerous. I don't even care at this point, guys, if it's true or if it's not true. I don't care if Mia has facts or if she indeed saw um, the Bar 1 security cameras. This is not a bolo moment. Bolo was filming on the show. Bolo, you know, the stripper, he was filming on the show. And he was seen by the production cameras leaving at 7 o'clock in the morning the next day. So, of course, Kenya had to talk about it. You know, I know the ladies, they, they were not really feeling Kenya in that moment. And they're just like, why are you trying to bring this up? Why are you trying to bring this up? But to be honest with you, I did agree with Kenya. Yeah, she was being messy. You know, she was being shady. And of course, she's not a big fan of Portia. But here's the thing. I truly believe that if it would have been something that happened outside of the show, it would Kenya would have not brought it up on the show. The reason why Kenya was allowed or able to talk about it is because the girls went away for Cynthia's bachelorette party and then you know they ordered this male stripper and he came and he did his thing and then after he was done the ladies wanted him to stay decided to spray the cameras and just you know act a little wild and have fun right that's what they did but here's the thing they were in a house that was rented for the cast right so technically they're still at work doesn't matter if you spray the cameras if noises are coming from the roof and Kenya Kenya more happens to to be coming down those steps you bet she's going to be talking about it right so I think that's something like that makes sense um in the case of Wendy Peter or you know whatever Mia was trying to bring up at the reunion did not make sense in my book unless unless production or the Bravo cameras somehow captured Wendy in a compromising position at bar one while filming, filming, then, you know, I don't think that we, the viewers, the public, the audience deserve to know that. So that's why I thought it was salacious, unnecessary, dangerous, right? So that's basically what I have to say about Mia. Another person that I think should not return to the show next year is Robin and I'll admit I'm a little bit biased when it comes to Robin um, 
Is it bad to say that I find that Robin adds absolutely nothing to the show? I've never been a big fan of hers or Giselle. I stated that before, you know, my previous episodes, I've said it. I'm not a fan of Robin. I'm not a fan of of Giselle. But this has absolutely nothing to do with me because sometimes you may not like a particular housewife. But you can still like them for the show. You can still think that they're good for the show. I just don't feel that Robin is that person. This entire season to me, she showed more of her nasty side towards Wendy. And basically, she admitted at the reunion that if your mouth is reckless, physical violence can be justified. Am I missing something here, guys? Because that's not how she seemed to see it when it came to Monique. She discounted Monique's feelings. She said that no matter what someone says to you, you should be able to take it and you should never resolve to physical violence, which I agree with. Although I'm not going to act as if words do not carry weight and words cannot hurt you. I believe that you can also be violent with your words. And that does not give you a passport, a passport to be completely reckless with your mouth. That's what I believe. But in spite of me believing that, I also do not believe that you should raise your hands on somebody. So... I just thought that it was very hypocritical of Miss Robin to say that last night and then basically just say, oh, you know, um, me and you don't really like each other. You have to understand that I don't really like you. We're not friends. So basically you have to be friends in order for you to stand up for what is right. So basically to me, Robin, what she showed us last night was that she really doesn't stand for anything. She falls for basically everything based on who she is friends with. My third and most important cut from the franchise, and it should come to no surprise to anyone, and that is Miss Giselle Bryant. Recently, I watched this guy on Watch What Happens Live who was with Melissa Gorga. I can't remember what his name was. I think his name was Matt or something. But anyways, he was a guest. He was invited on Watch What Happens Live and he was with Melissa Gorga. She was wearing that little pink dress. So anyways, (laughs) that guy said, um, he kind of made a comment, like a joke comment about Giselle sitting next to Andy season after season. And truly saying that she doesn't really deserve that spot because, you know, we've been told as fans that whoever sits closer to Andy probably has the most amount of drama like to bring or most likely will make it back the next season. So I've been trying to see what is the drama that hold on. No, no, no. Giselle brings a lot of messy drama, but nothing seems to be very connected to her right so i have to say that i couldn't agree more with that statement so other than fabricating dangerous lies to keep herself relevant on the show giselle 
is another one that do not bring, in my opinion, anything personal to the story of Potomac. She's beyond messy. She's not reasonable or shady. She's downright mean. I'm not ready for Giselle to come back next season, clothed in her wolf uniform once again. The only way I will be tuning in next season is if Giselle has an intervention. And by intervention, I mean bring on Yanla. Giselle needs to fix her life. I think the woman is unable to open up. She can't get deep within herself. I think last night at the reunion, or I should say on Sunday night at the reunion, when she started breaking down about her med- her medical um, procedure, was the most emotions that we saw from Giselle in all of those years that she's been on the show. Okay? So, you know, they had a very important segment on colorism within the Potomac girls and I feel like you know they covered that part very well so I'll say you know bravo to uh, Candice for um, pulling up her dictionary and explaining the definition and you know bravo to Wendy and LaDom and even Ashley I think that they did a very like a fair job um, at talking about it so I don't feel like I need to add any more to that subject. But for Miss Giselle, I'm not sure when it comes to Giselle that it is as much as a colorism issue as it is of a happiness issue for her. You see, I feel like Giselle... I feel like Giselle has made it really high at some point in her life. You know, she 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 went to the highest level of the church. She was a, a first lady. So when production asked Giselle, what are you looking for in a man? And Giselle just responded, someone that makes me laugh and someone that has a big dick. You know, I feel like, Giselle, that's all fun and games, but that's not specific to a man. What about a man that will love your children? Or what about a man that will let you know how much he loves you? How about a man that will make you laugh but also will know how to reach you without breaking you what about a man that will remember to be kind to you even when he may be mad and what about a man that is considerate of your heart so you can feel safe even in disagreement? What about a man that actually thinks that you're enough 
that will not sleep on you, but rather sleep with you. What about that man, Giselle? You see, what I think is the actual problem is that in spite of your golden skin, light eyes, and your puckered lips, you thought that your good looks alone would be enough. But you still picked a husband that did not respect you. And I think you're mad about it. Maybe that's why Robin is not a threat to you. Because Robin is, in my opinion, unfulfilled, unhappy, and you know that. You know that Juan is not treating her like a queen or elevating her. So sometimes I have to wonder, is that why Monique got so much under your skin? Is that why Candace is a target? Is that why Wendy, with her beautiful god eye of a tan, and the whole Nigerian community, a loving mother and a devoted husband, came on the show? Is that your problem, Giselle? So unless next season starts with my beloved, tell me why I'm here. I don't need a next season with Giselle. So on a lighter note, <laughs> my two MVPs for part two reunion was Wendy and Candace. I never thought I would say this, but I really like Candace this season. I think she's grown a lot on the show, and I like what I'm seeing. I never thought I would say this, but I, I see some growth in her, and yeah. You know, I'm feeling Candace this season, so I'm really proud that she stood up for what was right and that she gave Wendy the valid validation that she deserved. There was a lot of white noise coming from Giselle and Mia, but Wendy, I just want to let you know, we're all behind you on this one. You carried yourself like a queen. And we can't wait for part three next week. Thank you so much, guys. That's all I got. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Ciao.